It got a little too close for comfort at the end, but the Chicago White Sox snapped their four-game losing streak and beat the Baltimore Orioles 4-3 to on the south side. Uh, but did they finally hit a home run? The Baltimore series was not pretty for the White Sox, but Dylan Cease gave Sox fans a lot to cheer about on Sunday. Uh, will Lenin Sosa stick around for a while, and can Giolito figure things out against the Angels? You are Locked On White Sox, your daily Chicago White Sox podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, Sox fans, welcome to Locked On White Sox. Thank you for making Locked On White Sox your first listen each and every day. We're free and available on all platforms. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Lockdown Socks. Also, subscribe to our YouTube channel. Just search Locked On White Socks. Today's episode is brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online has you covered this season with more props, odds, lines than ever before. Bet Online, where the game starts. Hey, I'm your host, Nick Morowski, a lifelong diehard Chicago White Sox fan recording this podcast just blocks from the ballpark in beautiful Bridgeport. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Nick underscore GGTB. Really appreciate you letting me steal some of your time to talk White Sox. Lockdown White Sox is part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day. Uh, did you get your Aloy Jimenez, Luis Robert dual bobblehead? Uh, that was almost the highlight of the weekend. Uh, maybe you were there for Lenin Sosa's first hit, uh, but hopefully you didn't let Friday night's game ruin uh, your weekend. Uh, State of the White Sox. Sox are 34 and 37, five and a half games back in the AL Central. White Sox won, of course, on Sunday afternoon, but lost three of four uh, to the Baltimore Orioles uh, after 71 games last year. Let's just go back one year to 2021. After 71 games last year, our Chicago White Sox were 43-28 and and three and a half games up in the AL Central. Uh, they were in the midst of getting swept by the Astros. Maybe you remember that series. Uh, we felt like the sky was falling last year uh, in Houston. We just can't beat good teams. We thought that was bad. 43-28 and 28 after 71 games. Uh, Sox, of course, 34-37 and 37, uh, right now after 71 games, chasing not only the Guardians but also the Twins. Uh, that popular silver lining that a lot of people are going to talk to you about. And I happen to believe a little bit uh, into this. Uh, the, the White Sox still have 50-plus games left against the AL Central, uh, a series we'll talk about next week, uh, starting on July 4th, uh, where the Twins come into town. Uh, so let's take you folks back to Friday. I don't want to, but I have to. Uh, Tony Larusa tells us that Yohan Mankata could be ready to return by Tuesday in Anaheim when he's first eligible to come off the IL, and that was a recurring theme all the way up through the weekend. So, what does that mean for guys like Lenin Sosa? 
Uh, Lenin Sosa did get in the game, of course, on Thursday when the series against Baltimore kicked off. Uh, Harrison got hit by a pitch and Sosa took his place. So would that mean Sosa would start on Friday? No, Lenin Sosa was not in the starting lineup. Instead, Garcia uh, played second base. Uh, there was some reasoning from Tony LaRussa. He tried to explain it. I couldn't really make sense of it, so I'm just going to put it out there for you. Uh, LaRussa alluded to Sosa being up here temporarily, uh, but with a chance to play more if he plays great immediately. A little confusing. He'd have to play right away to play great. Uh, LaRussa went further and said, Right now, he's here temporarily, right, uh, to fill in. He could go nuts and force himself into the lineup. I don't know how many opportunities he's going to get. The thing to watch closely is today with Leury. Uh, those are his at-bats. If he can repeat that, uh, referring to Garcia going one for three with a walk on Thursday, uh, he'll be productive. Josh, when he plays, he sparks us. I don't want to discourage Sosa, but he may get three hits on Saturday and not play Sunday. So we'll see. I hope he does, though. Uh, I personally could not make sense of this quote. It made no sense to me. It's like he's speaking about something that's completely out of his control in terms of lineup construction. Now, a lot of fans feel like the keys might have been taken away from La Russa as of late. Uh, that someone else maybe is making the lineup. And that quote right there, all of this stuff about Sosa, it kind of feels like somebody's sliding a lineup underneath the managerial door and telling LaRusa this is what should happen. Uh, LaRusa, if you are in charge, you are the one that can try to set Lo uh, Sosa up for success. If you want to see him be great immediately, start playing him. Uh, he did have some opportunities. Uh, over the weekend, of course, got his first hit on Sunday. We'll talk more about that. Uh, but just kind of head-scratching uh, on Fridays. The Sox lost to the Orioles 4-1. Uh, to one. Uh, Garcia, who, of course, started and played in that game, went 0-3. for 3. Uh, Sox final line on Friday, one run, one hit, two walks, and they were 0-1 for 1 with runners in scoring position. It was an anemic, lifeless game on Friday for the Sox offense. Uh, Kopech was your starter. He didn't pitch too bad. I mean, you know, again, he had those games against New York, and we've seen the greatness almost in Kopech. And it's weird to say greatness because this is his first season in the starting rotation, but we saw uh, how he could pitch in relief last season. And Kopech uh, has really dazzled. Uh, this year in 2022 uh, on Friday, you know, he was serviceable, six innings, three hits, three earned runs, four walks, just two strikeouts. Kopech's got his ERA at 2.69. Uh, Velasquez and Foster came in uh, to try to clean some things up again, not a horrible outing from Kopech, but when Sox offense gives you one run on one hit, I mean, what are you supposed to do? Unfortunately, that has been a theme uh, with our starting pitching. They have to be absolutely uh, perfect. Uh, and when you make any mistakes, sometimes this offense just goes into an absolute funk. And that was the case on Friday. Uh, let's talk a little bit about Saturday. 
Uh, again, that almost was the highlight of the weekend, getting your Luis Robert uh, Aloy Jimenez dual bobblehead. I was able to snag mine. Uh, very nice. Uh, again, the first dual bobblehead that I'm aware of as a stadium giveaway. Of course, they had that Tim Raines bobblehead, uh, but that was for a White Sox charity. That wasn't a giveaway. A great bobblehead, and the game delayed uh, with rain, uh, and it kind of was the foreshadowing of what was going to happen. Uh, this was Tony Larusa talking pregame on Saturday. Uh, we literally have five of the nine guys that are playing under trainer instructions. That is that they make a routine out. They should slow it down. Uh, Tim Anderson, Abreu, Vaughn, Robert, and Pollock are all under specific trainer instructions to not push it on the bases to avoid aggravating, lingering leg issues. This is where we're at with our White Sox here. Not only do we have guys that are actually on the IL, but we also have several now guys that cannot go full steam. They cannot push themselves. Uh, they are under trainer specifications. Uh, going into Saturday's game, the White Sox had only one player with 60-plus games played this season, and that is Jose Abreu, unfortunately one of the five guys under trainer instructions. Baltimore, on the other hand, had seven players that have played in 60-plus games. Uh, your lineup on Saturday did feature Lenin Sosa. He was leading off. You had Vaughn and Robert and Abreu and Pollock. Sheets, Berger, Garcia, and McGuire uh, all in that game. Again, several guys that are told not to go 100%. A lot of fans, uh, you know, having some problems with, you know, how the Sox uh, not only played on Friday, but played on Saturday. You know, they lost a, another game. We're going to get to that in a second. And, you know, social media has become such a difficult spot. Uh, a lot of fans fighting with one another. And Steve Stone, uh, our color commentator on NBC Sports Chicago. Uh, he is on Twitter, and he's really, you know, sometimes just pouring gasoline onto the fire. These, these are a couple, couple tweets that I found uh, fairly interesting to point out. Uh, we seem to have hit a nexus. I call it thinning out the herd. For those of you heading for the exits, adios. For those of you who want the coaches fired, the manager gone, the players traded, and the owner replaced, that's not practical. Welcome to a less bitter world, all others. Uh, another little tweet from Stone. When I hear that guys are soft, it shows me a lack of knowledge from keyboard commandos. You don't get here being soft. We're depleted. Guys hurt and playing hurt. We can't afford getting picked off, not backing up, uh, outfielders out of position. Little things become losses. And, you know, I get where he's coming from with some of that. But, you know, you fan how you want to fan. And if you want to vent about this team, you have the right to do that. And and Stone kind of sitting up on his high horse telling fans, uh, you know, you shouldn't be you shouldn't talk about this and be quiet about that. It's not a very good look. And, you know, his point about little things becoming losses. Well, if we've got guys playing that, you know, can't take an extra base or can't maybe score on a pass ball, that will become losses. It's really difficult, and fans are scratching their head of, like, why are there lingering issues? What is going on with our team health-wise? It is just uh, maddening. Uh, we're going to talk more about this Saturday game. Kendall Graveman and Joe Kelly are high-leverage guys, but where have they been? Tony LaRusso tries to explain his thinking 
And how did the Sox finish off their weekend against Baltimore? Uh, more on that uh, in a moment. Hey, I've been taking AG1 Athletic Greens flagship product for a few months now and have noticed improvement in my overall metabolism, better sleep, and I just feel better. Uh, so what is this stuff? With one delicious scoop of AG1, you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food-sourced superfoods, and probiotics to help you start your day right. This special blend of ingredients supports your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy, recovery, focus, and aging. All the things. It sure feels like our Chicago White Sox should be taking some of this. Athletic Greens has over 7,000 five-star reviews, is recommended by professional athletes and trusted by leading health experts. It's cheaper than getting all the different supplements yourself. You're investing in an all-in-one nutritional insurance. Right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. It's just one scoop and a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash MLB Network. Again, that is athleticgreens.com slash MLB network to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. At bluenile.com, you can celebrate all of life's special moments from creating the custom engagement ring of her dreams to gifting a classic and timeless jewelry piece, all at prices you won't find at a traditional jeweler. Whether you're ready to pop the question or you're celebrating a milestone moment, find jewelry as unique as her with the modern convenience of online shopping at BlueNile.com. Blue Nile has simple online tools that let you choose the diamond shape, size, and clarity, as well as setting style. Blue Nile's bench jewelers will then handcraft her perfect engagement ring. Each ring is one of a kind. Make your moment sparkle with jewelry from BlueNile.com. And Lockdown Sports listeners get $50 off purchases of $500 or more. This podcast exclusive includes engagement. Use code LOCKEDON. That's code LOCKEDON. Plus, every order is insured, ships free, and arrives in discreet packaging that won't give away what's inside. Shop stress-free and find your forever piece. Go to BlueNile.com today. So the pitching situation on Saturday uh, really featured Lynn. Um, it was his third start of the season, and Lynn looked a little bit better. Uh, you know, he went deep into the game in terms of pitch count, really. Uh, but inning-wise, uh, six and two-thirds of an inning, uh, six hits given up, five earned runs, a walk, eight strikeouts, and one home run. His ERA is 6.19 uh, through three starts of this 2022 season. Uh, Lynn threw 109 pitches, and he just could not get out of the seventh. Uh, he hit a guy with the bases loaded. And, you know, I know it was his game to lose, and he said so much in the post game that he definitely, uh, you know, thought there was a plan in place he could get out of this inning. Uh, but he seemed to be fading a, a bit. And, uh, you know, it was de decided that he was going to stay in and until he wasn't, uh, and then Ruiz came in. But why Ruiz? Uh, where's been? Where's Kendall Graveman? Where's Joe Kelly? What are we waiting for? 
Uh, Tony LaRusso said Lynn won't pitch again until Friday due to an off day. Uh, and that extra rest factored into letting Lynn pitch longer. Uh, LaRusso said he was considering Joe Kelly for the eighth, uh, though he usually reserves Kelly and Graveman to protect leads. He went with Ruiz, of course, in the seventh, and it didn't go so well. I get that, okay, but look, we don't have the luxury of having these these leads. Uh, this this is rare right now. Uh, we're fighting right now, game by game, and you know you almost have to put your hopes and dreams aside. And yes, I, I was hoping we would also have the lead, but that's not the case. Let's limit the damage, and hopefully. You know, our offense can get something going late in the game. It was, it was a bizarre situation, confusing for me uh, as a fan. Uh, but Sox offense had very little going on anyways. Uh, Thursday, of course, zero runs. Friday, one run. Saturday, Sox lose 6-2, to two, only two runs, six hits, a couple of walks, seven strikeouts, and with runners in scoring position, 0 for 7. Um, this... Uh, this took their streak at zero home runs in five straight games, uh, which that is maddening in itself. You know, the weather's been pretty nice. Wasn't so much on Saturday, but for most of the Baltimore series uh, and even towards the end uh, of the Blue Jays series, weather was really nice. And usually that's a case for, hey, ball starts flying out of the ballpark, ball go far, team go far. We've heard that mantra uh, quite a bit over the last few years. And, you know, lots of apathy started setting in after Saturday's game. A lot of fan confusion, a lot of loathing, a lot of pain. Uh, and again, there's that silver lining of hope of, well, we still have 50 plus games left against the Central. Um, there's was just some real lifeless efforts against Baltimore those first three games. Uh, no energy um, and maybe it had something to do with five of the nine guys that just couldn't go all out. It looked that way a little bit too. Uh, it looked lethargic. Uh, there's just there's something you can't put your finger on. You you hear that about exciting teams, teams that are starting to spark and get on a roll. Uh, a fan might say to another, you know, there's just something about us that I can't put my my finger on, but we're on a roll right now. There's none of that uh, with the White Sox, especially the first three games against uh, Baltimore. After Saturday's loss, the White Sox were 15 and 21 at home this year. White Sox were one of the best teams at home in 2021, uh, a reason why we really wanted that home field advantage in the ALDS because of that great record at home. So, uh, just another confusing stat there. Uh, Sunday uh, was a different story. I'm going to talk a little bit uh, about Sunday. Uh, in a moment. Uh, also going to get to out West. Uh, Sox have not been the best uh, out there in recent years. Giolito tries to get the Sox off on the right foot, but what Giolito uh, will show up? Uh, get to that uh, in a moment. BetOnline.net is your number one source for all your betting needs and sports info. Uh, find all the latest sports developments, league reviews, and news, uh, including NHL playoffs and uh, Major League Baseball. Bet Online is your continued source for all your sporting wagering information, including live betting, esports, and scores. 
And BetOnline.net remains the best spot for all your sports scores, podcasts, and news this season. BetOnline.net is the fastest and easiest way to check in on all your favorite sports and events, including MMA, boxing, and golf. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends in action. BetOnline, where the game starts. You know, so Sunday, completely different story. Finally, in this series finale, uh, the White Sox were able uh, to get a win. It did not come easy. That end of the game, man, it made your heart jump. Uh, the nerves crept back in. The I've seen this before. Here we go again. Feelings definitely uh, emerged. Uh, but things were good early on. Second inning, Gavin Sheets with a two-run home run, so breaking that five-game a home run drought, and it was a bomb out to left field, or I'm sorry, right field. Uh, third inning, Lenin Sosa got his first major league hit. It was a double, exciting stuff for him. Uh, Tim Anderson and Vaughn with sacrifice flies to score Sosa. Uh, I couldn't control the emotions in that moment, said Sosa. I just feel happy and proud. I came here to help this team win games. Uh, Tony LaRusso might think otherwise. Uh, fourth inning, uh, Sevi Zavala with a two-out, two-strike RBI single. I love that two-out offense, and uh, he had that full count, ripped a single. Sox were up four to one at that point. Dylan Cease was absolutely dominant. Seven innings, four hits, an earned run, a walk, 13 strikeouts, uh, gave up a home run. 67 of his 101 pitches were for strikes with 21 swinging strikes. Uh, so he had that breaking ball working that 12 to 6. It was biting. Uh, it was nasty. Cease has an ERA now of 2.56 through 81 uh, innings pitched this season. Dylan Cease is the stopper. Uh, thank you, Dylan Cease. We needed that. Uh, you want to go out on the road uh, with a better taste in your mouth than what was happening on Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. Uh, I say the uh, end of the game was nerve-wracking because in the ninth inning, Jose Abreu had two uh, big errors. Uh, Baltimore chipped away with Graveman on the hill, and those errors were simply Tim Anderson made a brilliant play at short, threw across the diamond to first, and it hit Abreu right in the palm of the glove and bounced out. Uh, and then there was a dribbler to first. Abreu picked it up uh, with his hand, and was as he was running to first to tag the base, it popped out of his out of his hand. Uh, bases were loaded uh, for Baltimore, and it really felt like, you know, here we go again. Um, the the Orioles chipped away with Graveman on the hill, got it to four to three, but Graveman got the final out in the form of a strikeout. Losing streak snapped at four games. Home run drought snapped at five games. A cease on the ninth inning uh, said, we found a way, and that's the biggest thing. Uh, Jose picks us up a lot more than he lets us down, and he's out there grinding, and we got it done. I thought that was a nice quote from Dylan Cease. Uh, it's true. It you know Jose Abreu hasn't been the sharpest this season with the glove. I feel like he's regressed uh, quite a bit at first base. But, hey, he does not take days off. You know he's hurting, and I don't know if it's a detriment to the team or not at this point. Uh, I, I think it's more of Jose Abreu trying to set an example of, hey, I'm out there hurt. I'm not taking days off. If you guys have some leg issues, if you're not 100%, hey, follow my lead. 
you know, we'll get this through this together. And uh, good on Cease for having that comment of, you know what, he, he we're, we're we've got his back. Uh, he is he's got more positives than negatives. And I like Cease saying that, especially after the game he had uh, excited uh, for Dylan Cease. And, uh, you know, hopefully it's something to build on. Uh, Mankata should be back on Tuesday. Uh, Monday, of course, the Sox start a three-game series against Anaheim. Anaheim Angels are 34-40. and 40. Uh, Sox going out to the West Coast has not been the greatest over the years. And Giolito lately has not been the greatest. His last three outings uh, were against the Blue Jays, the Astros, and the Rangers. He went five innings in each of those outings. And uh, in order, gave up seven earned runs, eight earned runs, four earned runs. They have not been good. He knows it. Uh, Giolito has a record of two and one with an ERA of 3.93 and 45 strikeouts and six appearances against the Angels in his career. Uh, Giolito last faced the Angels on April 29th this season uh, here on the south side of Chicago. He gave up six. I'm sorry. He went six innings. Gave up three earned runs on seven hits, uh, two home runs. They were early in the game, if you remember this game. Uh, one walk and seven strikeouts. Not a bad line. Uh, Sox offense just didn't have anything going on. Uh, this was a quote from Giolito after Wednesday's loss, his most recent outing against Toronto. I know that when I'm right, I'm a good pitcher, a good starting pitcher who can go deep, strike guys out. So I know that. It's just a matter of making it happen, making the adjustments that are necessary. It's been frustrating. I want to give the team a chance to win when I take the ball. I have not been doing that. And so that's pretty much it. I've got to figure it out. And I know I speak for all Chicago White Sox fans is I hope you do figure it out, Giolito. Start the trip off on the right way. Uh, folks, thank you so much for making this podcast part of your daily routine. You can find the Lockdown White Sox podcast absolutely everywhere you find your podcasts. We are on Twitter and Instagram at Lockdown Sox. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Nick underscore GGTB. Thanks for making Lockdown White Sox your first listen every day. Now make your second listen Lockdown MLB Prospects. Host Lindsey Crosby is a prospect encyclopedia and he's going deep on the MLB stars of tomorrow. It's free and available wherever you get your podcasts. Coming up on the next episode, I'll recap Giolito's outing against the Angels, hopefully uh, breaking down a stellar uh, Geo outing and a White Sox winner. Appreciate you making time for the Lockdown White Sox podcast. I'm Nick Morowski. Until next time, go Sox!